Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. A very special episode. Uh, let me turn this down a little bit. A very special episode. A, a Galentine's Day episode. Is it though, really? Um, I don't know, dude. People blow that shit out of proportion. But first and foremost, thank you for tuning in. Always appreciate you doing that. It means a lot. And uh, yeah, let's not let's not keep it sap. Let's not make it all sappy and shh. So thank you. This is the Lord Petty Podcast, the only place in the world where we love and hate on everybody. I'm kind of out of my rhythm, to be honest with you. Uh, one, I'm fumbling with the knobs when I started this right now. And two, it's been a while because I took a little break, so this should be a lesson to anybody. Don't ever take breaks from stuff that you enjoy. Take breathers. Breathers are good, but don't take breaks because breaks are just excuses Whenever you're taking a break from something that you really care about, you are just making excuses because, oh, it gets hard, a little bit of resistance. And then uh, you find some excuse like, oh, no, it's for the better in the long run. It's for the better. And then, uh, yeah, you just get off your game, dude. But it's okay. It's all good. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to all the all the lovers and friends, all the potentially single people, all the heartbroken people, all the everybody, you know, all the loving parents, all the loving uh, pet owners, all the anybody with a little bit of love and a hot. It's your day. It's not just uh, the day for people that are going to go butt fuck in a hotel room. It is your day as well, because somewhere within you, you got some love in your in your heart. Even I have some of my deep dark German heart. And uh, the older I get, unfortunately, the more and more it's leaking out. I've always been able to be a cold son of a bitch my whole life, and um. It's like even when I am browsing for the, you know, I said this before when I'm browsing for the butthole Biden page, I, I, it, I like honestly feel bad now when I see these just completely just confused children, you know, wiggling around on TikTok with their gender dysmorphias and shit like that. Like I just feel bad, you know, uh, my, my sympathies have started to kick in and it is really inconvenient in my line of work. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. Real ones. No. Real ones know that there is uh, the person and then real ones know that there is the product and then real ones know that those things have to be authentic to be enjoyable, but also that you need to draw lines and it is what it is. So happy Valentine's Day. Um, if you're spending it alone, that's all right. Don't even feel bad because let's keep it real. It's a fucking every like three months, there's some something that comes along where a uh, capitalist corporate America, which I love has came around. And as soon as you got your savings up a little bit, it's like, Oh, you got to spend this money to show society how much you care about your other person. And in my opinion, in my humble opinion, uh, it's kind of bullshit. And um, maybe I am a hopeless romantic, but I would like to be in a relationship where <laughs> You just kind of have every, the other person's best interests in your heart at all times, and you hope they do the same. But I don't know, dude. Maybe that's why. Uh, um, that's maybe that's why my shit don't work out. You know, I'm no angel, but I think it's like really starting to dawn on me how much fucking trauma I have from uh, my previous relationship. To where once I was, I'm able to just like step away from it from a lot for a long enough time. Because when you're in the midst of things, you can't really you can't really pick things apart that well like you can, but then you start to question yourself. Like, okay, am I nuts? And then um, whenever, like the term crazy always pisses me off because when, then when you like do some wild shit, you know, when you like flip out on somebody, it's like sports, right? 
uh, it's like sports where nobody ever sees the initial foul. They only see the retaliation. So I remember growing up playing sports, the coaches always be like, do not retaliate if you get fouled. Hope the ref sees it. If the ref doesn't see it, keep your emotions straight on. Like I had such good people around me growing up dude. I'm so thankful for like the community that I grew up in and like my parents and shit. Like I feel kind of bad for people that didn't have that shit. They're just fucking nut jobs now. But, um, uh, yeah, it's just kind of, uh, yeah, I, I have a hard time sometimes really because I tend to just laugh shit off and then I got to kind of confront like, okay, why am I that? Why, why don't I want to go do anything? It's like, oh, because my ex-girlfriend never invited me to go do stuff and she would like lie about her whereabouts and who she's with and stuff. And it made me feel so like alienated where that became kind of the norm, you know? Where that just kind of came the norm, I had to question. Like, I just always had to look over my shoulder and question everybody's motives, you know. And then when it's like the person you care about the most is treating you, uh, like it's weird. Like, so the the more like so I like my my Lord Petty shit keeps getting more and more successful, and I keep having more and more people wanting my attention and like saying nice stuff to me and stuff like that to the point where I can't keep up with it anymore, and. But then like the person who I love and care about the most is like telling me she's having girls nights and she's like out at a bar with a bunch of dudes, you know? And so it's like that really fucks me up to think about that. It's just like this weird trauma where I just want to like spaz out and flip the fuck out. And I got to like, I don't know. I just, I can't get over it, you know, and I have to get over it. But um, it's just, you know. And it's something that I failed to recognize, you know, and you want to, you always want to blame other people. And then you say, okay, well, what, you know, what did I do? What did I, you know, what can I do? But I'm really, I'm really bad at that. I'm really bad at just blaming myself for everything. But I don't know. It is what it is, dude. Long story short, I'm not even, I'm actually happy that I don't have to participate in the fucking Valentine's Day charades this year because uh, shit's annoying. Shit's not authentic, you know? Once I settle down, dude, once I settle down, because uh, I actually enjoy the fuck out of dating. I think dating is super fun. I like the going out to eat and shit and like doing dumb little corny shit. Like it's fun. You know, it's it's a game like not not a vicious, toxic game where you're playing. You shouldn't be playing games with somebody's feelings and emotions and shit like that. Like you should be playing, making a game out of the like dating aspect of the relationship, like surprising people. And, you know, it, it should be fun, you know? It should be, I don't want to say it should be effortless because good things take work or whatever, but it should be fun. It shouldn't be like this long. It's like the best thing I was talking with some friends last night. I had some friends in town, uh, the Illuminati and CBD were in town last night. And uh, while they were in Dallas, I went met them in Dallas. And we were just kind of talking about, uh, you know, people like not about my ex-girlfriend. I think we were just talking about like just friends in general where it's just some people, there's just always something. And that was the best way we could put it together. We're like, with some people, it's just always something. And if you're, if you're dating somebody where you just find like, Oh my God, it's just literally always something like that just ain't it. At least it's not for me. Like I've done way too much fucking work on myself to deal with that shit at this point. And I would honestly, authentically rather be alone but then I think about that and I think, okay, did my ex fucking win? Did she beat me down into the ground where now I just want nothing to do with women? Cause that's not the case. Like I love women. Like I adore women. Like women are great. And I fucking, I don't know. You know, like if I see a couple or something like that, I always think, yeah, you know, I'm ready to start dating again. But then I think about the reality. It's like, okay, I can't fucking 
sit around and read a book about blockchain, Bitcoin, and crypto revolution for four hours if I got to like go do some dumb shit, you know? And, and it's not even dumb shit. Like you, sh- you should care, you know? But I don't know if that made any sense what I said. But uh, basically, Valentine's Day, it doesn't fucking matter. But if you do are there to utilize it, go utilize it and have a good fucking time and tell somebody you love them because someday we're all just going to fucking die. Okay. <laughs> uh, I swear I'm not a nihilist by any means, but I'm I'm like whatever whatever the the philosophy of nihilism is, where people say oh nothing matters and they just want to be like raging, just they want to burn the world down because nothing matters for me. Nothing matters because for me it's a nothing matters and it's a good thing, you know. So there's no room left to like when whatever emotion you're going through, like you can be going through like the worst 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 day of your life. The shit's going to pass. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that bad feeling is, that shit is always going to pass. The sun's going to come up. A new day is going to come until the sun fucking explodes. And like the whole world is just covered in ashes after already being submerged in a bunch of nasty salt water from the oceans rising and shit. But that's beyond the point, dude. All right. Let's stick to the script here. Okay. Even though there is no script. This is like, uh, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, I forgot what I was talking about. What was I talking? Let me bring it back in here. <laughs> I was drinking last night, dude. I was boozing, so my brain is shot. I think I was talking about Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, the nihilism thing. So with the nihilism thing, I like to know that I like to use my mortality and the ending of Earth and all the fucking historical artifacts going up in flames. I like to I like to think of it in a positive light that all the bad things don't matter. Like all the good things should be enjoyed and all the bad things you should just put behind you and uh, try to be a good person, you know, and just fucking work. <clears throat> Excuse me. Work on yourself because the resources are there. Whenever I see some like these fucking depressed 40 year olds that can't get over like their old marriages and old relationships and like their parent drama and shit. It's like, dude, read a book, you know, like go and do stuff, talk to professionals, like get it. There's so much information, right? There's so much information. I don't know if I've probably talked about this before. Cause one thing I've always been obsessed with in my life when I was younger and I was in school, I, I always thought, and it wasn't even like academically because I was never interested in academics because I was, I never wanted to just operate within the confines of some curriculum. I wanted to like explore new shit and they were just teaching me how to like think a certain way and be a good employee and stuff. And I was never intrigued by that by any means, but I always wanted to know, or I, yeah, I always wanted to know what my future self would know. I always wished I could time travel and I could like visit myself in the past and tell like, Hey, these things, you should know these things is going to make your life a lot easier. And then eventually I got old and wise enough to realize, okay, well, the closest thing I can do to that is educate myself through older people and smarter people. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. So I, all, what I'm saying is all the resources are there. So if you're not in a good place, if you're fucking sitting around lonely, eating bonbons, having some depressing fucking Valentine's day, because some, some bitch is taking a bunch of uh, she's out taking pictures. When people are having a good time, they're not taking pictures. Okay, that's lesson one one. So all this social media shit that you see, when you're think about it, whenever you're authentically just having a great time with your friends, you're not taking pictures of it. Okay, it's the fakest shit ever. Like it's always cringy to me when I see people that I know very well, just how I know who they are, and all of a sudden 
you know, when I'm not there and then I'll see a, 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 a Instagram story or a Snapchat or some shit. Actually, I haven't used Snapchat in forever, but you know what I mean? And I'll just see like how they act in the video, dude. It's why that whole page influencers in the wild is successful because everybody knows it's just cringy and fake. So don't, don't buy into any of that shit. Okay. Don't buy into any of that. Um, just, yeah, fucking, you're not like alone, you know, just search out if you're dealing with traumas and shit like that, like the info's there, the information is there. And, um, speaking of the info being there, this is something that's been really occupying my mind because like, I kind of get where like communists and socialists are coming from, but, and I kind of feel bad for them as much as I like making fun of them. I feel bad for them because a lot of shit is getting automated. So the typical just, you know, labor, like the labor force is going the fuck away because of robots and stuff, you know? So we're entering an age where it's basically a uh, information age. So where the typical just worker, um, you know, like somebody, they used to be able to make it make good, but like if you go work at a factory or something like that, right? Like you go work at a American car factory or something like that, like you would make a good living. You'd make a good living and live a good life, a good middle class, upper class, mid up, whatever you want to call that life, you know, raise a family, white picket house and shit like that. But uh, now we have all these robots and shit like that. So all these people, uh, what are they going to do? You know, <laughs> and so that's that's how you get. So but smart people, you know, like I don't want to say smart, like, but, you know, people figure out, okay, we're entering an information age. Like the whole trick now is to kind of create money out of thin air by either, uh, you know, in buy the dip, like buy low, sell high. And that's with anything, you know, like any sort of real estate, any sort of market. Uh, it's a lot of like the crypto shit. It's just a constant fluctuation of funds where you put in when it's low, take out when it's high and you're just constantly, you're trying, you're trying to make money out of thin air. And that's just kind of what the world is. That's what all these like NFTs and just trading information and like tech apps and all this stuff. Cause all the infrastructure, all the uh, industrial shit, it's already in place. You know what I mean? Like you aren't going to really invent a lot of new products at this point. You know, you're not going to invent some fucking spatula that gives you a blow job. It's just not like most actual physical devices are already there. So now it's just kind of a sharing of information and creating money out of it. And so if you're not necessarily smart, you're kind of fucked. And uh, so like, what are a lot of these people going to do? And I don't have an answer. I have no fucking idea. So, uh, you know, that's why people say, okay, well, you know, we need some sort of assistance and maybe, maybe that is what it is. You know, I don't know. I have no, I have no answer, but something to pontificate. Uh, I went to a black barber shop the other day, dude. And, I had a guy with a grill. As soon as I saw him, he may have seen my tweet, but uh, as soon as, you know, I walked in and I, I walk in and I could kind of feel a bunch of eyeballs on me and I was the only white guy in there. And that's okay. You know, I used to go to a black barber shop in California and I am kind of a, you know, I'm, <laughs> how do you say this? Like it doesn't, you know, it's kind of, even though I'm like this fucking Republican guy, like I've always gotten along better with like, minorities and I think it's just how I grew up just like the bluntness you know like my personality is blunt like they're very blunt there's not this like fake politeness you know so when I get around like dudes that grew up in the hood I think there's kind of like this unspoken like they respect that I'm just this fucking guy and I respect that they're just the way they are like 
unashamed of who they are, you know, and it just kind of works. Um, like the clashing of two, like some of my best friends are just like hood dudes. And, uh, but so I walk in there and the guy, you know, he's like, Hey, you a walk in or a appointment. It's like, oh, I just uh, walk in. And then, uh, I see he has a grill and I'm like, Holy shit, dude, I'm about to get the hottest haircut I've ever had. And except he's wearing a cowboy's hat. So that was kind of concerning, but it's all good. And so he says, so it's like 10 in the morning. I'm like, yeah, it's like right around 10 in the morning. He says, yeah, man, I can't get you to like one. If you want to make an appointment, just uh, text me, text me what times just so I know. So I'm ready when you come in. So I'm like, ah, yeah, I bet. And uh, I walk out and uh, oh, and I didn't know that I was going to a black barbershop. I had no idea. I thought I was just, you know, I, I didn't know, you know, it's whatever, but I was wearing a Gucci main shirt and a pair of Tim's. <laughs> so I felt like such a cornball. Like when I walked in there, I was like, Oh God, I'm the fucking token white guy now with the Gucci main shirt wearing Tim's. And, uh, and so I walked out and I texted the guy like two minutes after he told me that the guy with the grill. And, uh, I said, yeah, Rodney 1 PM. And he responded, who? I was like, what dude? I was just in there. But then, uh, yeah, then I went back. Uh, I went, you know, did some other errands. And then uh, I went home and I took off my Gucci Mane shirt because I did not want to be the only white guy in a in a hood barbershop wearing a Gucci Mane shirt and Tim's. I kept the Tim's on just so, uh, you know, had to kind of blend in just a tiny tad bit. But uh, yeah, and the dude gave me the hottest haircut I've ever had, dude. I... Um, I might go out on Valentine's Day tomorrow because I'm recording this on a Sunday. I might go out tomorrow night just to fuck somebody's relationship up, dude. I might go and show off this fade. But uh, oh, the reason I'm telling this story is because I had a panic attack. It was crazy. I think I have that myocarditis. Is that what it's called? Where the because I got vaccinated, you know, um, because I'm sitting there and I just all of a sudden I started having a, a, a full on fucking panic attack while I'm, while I'm waiting to get my hair cut. Like I start just like, <sighs> like, like hyperventilate sweating and I just get like really thirsty. And I feel like I'm going to pass out. And the only time I've ever felt like that was uh, when I was getting blood drawn and I, and I fucking, uh, you know, kissed the ground at the doctor's office, 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 which was terrifying because then I came back into it. I came back into life and had all these people standing over me and I zonked out again. I thought I was fucking dying. Uh, yeah, that was probably, that was one of the scarier moments of my life. But then, uh, so I start feeling like that. I'm like, oh God, don't call me right now. I need to sit here for a second. And I'm already pasty, right? I'm already very pasty. And then uh, I must have looked, I, I mean, I must have got white as a fucking ghost because I was literally, I felt like I was going to throw up. Um, and I don't know what it was. I have no explanation and I never really recovered from it. And then I got in the chair and I kept going in and out of it. And like, I remember I was just sitting there and then there was this Mexican guy and he had a grill in. he had these like really shiny silver, like platinum looking teeth, you know? And then he was talking about, uh, uh, how he doesn't, how, if, if a steak on a scale of one to five cooked, you know, he wants it a six N word. And <laughs> the other guy was like, yeah, start cutting that motherfucker and the plate starts shaking. And so I'm sitting there like laughing while I'm almost passing out, you know, uh, it was, yeah, dude, it was weird. And I never recovered from it. And the rest of the night, like I went to the gym and I drank a ton of water and like I went to the gym. I kept getting dizzy 
And uh, yeah, dude, it's kind of scary because I saw the I saw the clip of that comedian where you know she's bragging about her booster shot and she kissed the fucking floor. And here I am telling everybody like, ah, dude, I've fucking eaten ass and snorted coke. I'll be okay. And I'm just like feeling like my heart's beating out of my chest and getting dizzy. So I don't know what's going on. So I think I'll be all right, though. Um, Speaking of comedy, I went to a comedy show last night. Uh, It was Steven Crowder and God, what's the guy's name? I don't want to fuck his name up. Something Lando. Uh, He's very famous. God, why am I fucking this up? Um. Oh my God. Something Lando. Very, very, very funny. Let's see. Does this guy not have a fucking. (sighs) Dave Lando. Okay. That's his name. Dave Lando. Very, very, very funny. Uh, So they were actually filming his special. So it was a shooting for Dave Lando or Lando special and like Crowder opened up and um, it was a very, very, very Republican audience. It was kind of wild because um, you could tell, (laughs) you could tell there were some people that were there for the right reasons, but there were some people that even made me feel uncomfortable just because they were cheering a little too loud at certain things. And some of them, you could tell a lot of them weren't actually like comedy audience. They were only there because Crowder was there. And Crowder was kind of this advertising tool to get people there to to have the place packed for shooting homeboy special, you know, because he's not like as big as Crowder by any means. But uh, but Dave Lando, he he closed the show, you know, was shooting his special. And so a lot of people that were in the auditorium, uh. You know, they just you can tell it's not people that typically go to comedy shows that aren't really in the stand up world at all. And they were just fucking like heckling and yelling out shit like in the middle of the sego, like, let's go, Brandon. It's like, dude, shut up. <laughs> like, just sit the fuck down, go and get your little drink and sit the fuck down and either laugh or don't. But don't sit there and like and, and, and a lot of times I'm sorry to say that a lot of times it's fucking women. It's like these overweight fucking women who can't go. They can't go an hour without attention. They can't stand that somebody's up there with the spotlight on them speaking their mind and people are enjoying it and laughing. They, they have to like somehow inject themselves into the fucking show, except it was really funny because uh, so the guy was kind of talking about, you know, I don't want to talk about the guy's act in case you want to go see it, but uh He's talking about like the sentiment of like the Black Lives Matter movement. He was like, he's like, Black Lives Matter. He's like, I understand the sentiment. Like, it's good. And then this lady just yells out, fuck that. And it's just like, dude, like there's so many like levels of cringe, you know? And uh, like, we can all agree that burning down auto parts stores and like, you know, looting a Wendy's isn't going to do anything for racial tensions in the country. But like, don't just yell out like, fuck that in a packed auditorium when somebody's like talking about Black Lives Matter. Like, I don't know. And then it was kind of funny because then uh, he, he was talking about how like the sentiment of all lives matter. And then he was like, except for except for the, the person that yelled, you know, and the lady was like five people to the right for me. And I just started clapping really loud. Signaling like, yeah, like fuck this bitch. She's annoying because she just kept hollering throughout the whole thing. It was cringy. 
And then uh, she was with some guy, some fucking neckbeard looking dude, like a skinny neckbeard though, you know, kind of like a comic book store employee type guy. And then we're walking by, heard him say something underneath his breath like this motherfucker. And um, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't going to fight him or anything. I mean, the guy was a big fucking loser. But um, yeah, uh, moral of the story is shut the fuck up if you go to a comedy show and some of y'all need to really reel this like let's go Brandon type stuff in because it's just cringy, you know, like be about it. Just just be good people, you know, just like if you want to defeat the woke mob, just don't be a part of it and make fun of it. But don't be the fucking weirdo can't ever do anything without mentioning Joe Biden people. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, dude. Uh, one more thing before I peace out here is I watched the Tinder swindlers. Uh, people kept telling me to watch that and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And the only thing I'm going to say about it really, because I just think you should go watch it. If you haven't seen it, it's extremely entertaining is I feel like <laughs> everybody got what they deserve. If you haven't seen it, the synopsis, if you're a uh, spoiler alert, it's basically about this guy. He, I mean, you got to put two and two together by the title, right? But it's like this, uh, I think he's Jewish. I think he's from Israel, I think. But he just like swindles all these rich women. And then he's it's like he's got this pyramid scheme going on where he's using one woman's money to finance impressing the next woman. And then he like lies about being the son of this fucking diamond company. And uh, his act is like really well put together. You know, he's like taking f- private flights and going to all these exotic locations and shit, you know? But, you know, eventually everything catches up to everybody and we all get what we deserve in life. And so you can imagine what happens. But uh, so then all these women, though, right, all these women that thought they met this like diamond billionaire, uh, they all get swindled out of like one hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> and then, you know, eventually he goes to jail and so he goes to jail and all these women have all this debt they can't pay off. And uh, it made me smile, you know, because that's hilarious to me to think of all these gold diggers. And it fucking backfired on him. Then they all tried to play this. Oh, well, he was just my friend and I wanted to look out for him. And, you know, they're all like crying, trying to play a victim like no, because she's literally saying the guy, the guy borrowed 50,000 and then he like sent her a check for 150 and she wasn't like, no, you can't do that. She's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. So she was accepting money from the guy, even though she didn't know the money wasn't real. So it was like, I don't know. dude. They all got what they deserve. Fuck what you heard. But Anyways, um, you guys have a great, wonderful, beautiful week. If you haven't told somebody about the pod, tell somebody about a pod. Tell somebody to follow the page. And uh, because your word of mouth is the most powerful uh, marketing tool that ever exists in the entire world. So thank you so much. Appreciate you. You guys have a great week. Please leave a review if you can. Uh, if you're listening in Apple, go leave a uh, not a one-star review, but anything higher than that would be great. Uh, actually, if you're not going to leave a four or a five, just don't even fucking do it, okay? All right, appreciate y'all. Lord Petty out this bitch. Bye. Hey, hey, God damn it! Hey, come back here. Beach boys on a ride home. I can get there with my eyes closed. Exactly 34 minutes after I pull out your driveway, you dial my phone. Your paper bubble rock. A scripture.
all my locks And I'm changing my demeanor no, Cool days, hot tops, with my blue face, ice pops. I'ma make a shoelace, necklace. Yeah, we whipping pops on Lexus, and I'm skipping school days. Mic drops, eyes on summer like Cyclops. Yeah, we falling off the sidewalk. Mama wants a home for nightfall. Summer coming, I ain't got a new car. I'm still getting scooped up Call me by my first letter A-E What's up? Every now and then city need a refresher uh, Breaking up the suit, young Wake up on your futon Why you in my crew neck? Wait Jerry's line too long Teenage mutant Coming out of my shell Ay. Yeah, this be that corner piece, cornerstone, ten piece, corner stove, skin knees, cortisone, and X links, chromosomes, summer feet, cobblestone, mama leave, home alone, on my feet, chucky tees, on my sleeve, what I zone, 99 Titans, close to my goals, yeah, look like Kevin Dyson, with my curve, you getting closer, hand me downs, pick me up, dark side, shouts right in my hood, call it buck, 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 buck. days, hot tops, with my blue face. Ice pops, I'ma make a shoelace, necklace, yeah we whipping pops on Lexus, and I'm skipping school days, mic drops, eyes on summer like Cyclops, yeah we falling off the sidewalk, mama wants a home for nightfall, cool days, hot tops, with my blue face, ice pops, I'ma make a shoelace, necklace, yeah we whipping pops on Lexus, and I'm skipping school days. Mic drops, eyes on summer like Cyclops. Yeah, we falling off the sidewalk. Mama wants your home for nightfall. You can't stand me, you reckless Might grow my hair long, like necklace Yeah, I'm feeling ruthless, reckless